0: Welcome to Enroute to Success, where we have raw, vulnerable conversations between Fitz DeSanto, Sam Boyer, and many talented individuals, unraveling the truths and principles of people's experiences, methods to grow, and discovering how to live a fulfilling lifestyle.
1: Buckle up. The journey begins now. Hey, hey, hey! How is everyone's week doing? Hope everyone is having a good week, and we are glad you guys are able to join us once again. Hey, partner. What's up? How are you?
0: Hey, Fitz. How you doing, buddy? I'm well.
1: I'm so glad that we're going to cover this title of our episode today, which is Authenticity. I'm really pumped, right? Because I took a shower, I work out. My hair is up, my face is on, I'm loaded with coffee, we are good to go, so.
0: <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you put your face on for this. Yeah. That's important.
1: <laughs> so the title of the episode today is about authenticity. And really what I was saying, Sam, is this is something that's close to my heart because I feel that this is tied with being vulnerable, You know, something that we believe in and that we can practice every minute. And today we're going to learn, is it valuable to be authentic? How do we practice it every day? Also learn why do we need to be authentic and how to be authentic, right? So a lot of times as human beings, we're wired to really have more things, more money in order to do more of what we want so we can be quote unquote happier. But are we really happy? So in my perspective, the real happiness really comes from letting go of who you are supposed to be and embracing of who you really are. Yes, I said it. Yes, I
0: said it. (laughs) (laughs) You got it out there. I love it.
1: Yes, so yeah. So what, what we'll do Sam today is we're gonna do the meaning of authenticity because we wanna share that to our listeners. We'll do some exchange of our perspective and really, we really like to do is to show our listeners these examples on how they can be really authentic in their own ways. So what do you say?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I love the the part about being happy because authenticity allows us to be happy because we're living in alignment with our values and our and ourselves. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna really dive into this, but I wanna I wanna kick it over to you first, Fitz, and get your take on what authenticity actually is, what it means. Maybe the dictionary definition, if you've got it, because yep. you, you really get a better one than I. So I want to hear what you got this time. But,
1: uh, <laughs> I I'll got the dic- Yeah, I got the dictionary one. And really, it's really broad and very light. And for me, I take this very heavy because authenticity is digging deep deep within ourselves you know so the meaning of authenticity that i saw in that dictionary and i'm smiling and laughing because it just says being genuine and real so i kept looking and i kept researching i was like that can't be it right so um i found this one that says true to one's own personality spirit or character but even that is still broad for me i'm kind of like i'm not satisfied with that like i want more i've been with that (laughs) you know like i want more so in my own perspective sam and this is what it means for me i think authenticity is a choice that we make and it's also tied in being vulnerable and vulnerability coming to terms and peace that i am imperfect setting myself boundaries to allow myself to be vulnerable. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: And then the other one that I really came up about that I made up (laughs) is staying on your ground and accepting wholeheartedly all of us, or for me, myself, are made with a strength and also a struggle, but that is okay. And that is enough. That to me, when I make a choice to be authentic, that's what's going in my head.
0: Yeah. I, I love that the way you articulated that was so eloquent. And I think that Thank that you. is perfect for the people that have the super high intellectual level of thinking. They're probably like, oh, that was so well said. Thank like you. Everything oh. you. shared, Yeah. It's such a unique definition. And I love that you put your own spin on it.
1: Thank you. I mean, being authentic really brings out another person's vulnerability and authenticity so so that's my example i'm curious what's yours sam on what you've yeah. seen probably not a lot in the dictionary but i want to I get what you have and really dive into your perspective
0: yeah the the funny thing is i came across the same definition but it was even a level more general it said the quality of being authentic oh <laughs> and my I goodness. i'm not supposed to use the definition in the same sentence with the term itself but anyway the perspective that I have, I kind of, I kind of simplify things down for myself. Sure. So the, the simple thought that I have with authenticity is offering your true self to others. Nice. And, and what that means to me, it breaks down into, I think two strong points of having conviction with your values and also conveying them in a very honest and direct way with the conviction if you're being authentic, you understand what your strengths and weaknesses are like you shared. And I love that you shared that because we're aligning without preparing in advance, knowing what we're going to say, the strengths and weaknesses that we both have. And when we're sharing that with other human beings, that's what creates real connection. And that real connection is what we can determine is authentic. And I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of explaining what we see on social media and a lot of mm-hmm. inauthentic quote unquote influencers who are really more glorified manipulators because they're not portraying the actual authentic situation or mindset that they have. They just are trying to attract people.
1: And you're seeing the highlight of it, right? And like you're being seeing the highlight of it. Yeah. yeah. Being and so I think it's the struggle, yeah.
0: It is. And that's and that's really where I think a lot of a lot of people struggle and fail and then hopefully return and get back on their own path is people see authentic authenticity is being like a weakness when in reality it's a strength because no one's guessing who you are and what you stand for. So then you're able to attract the right people into your life. And that only makes you stronger and helps you move forward. So that's, that's a little bit of my perspective.
1: No, I love that. You said that I like the whole value aspect, the honesty aspect. And also a lot of times, I think the questions that always goes through my mind, at least for me is, if I'm making a choice to be authentic or not is who do I want to project or do I really want to project my own self, right? Is that enough for the people that would hear it? But then if you choose to be authentic, then your choice is to be who you really are and that being okay with it. So that kind of comes into that struggle that I was talking about earlier, because a lot of times that are the questions that what if it's not enough? what if it's what i've done is not enough how am i going to get projected on uh, towards others how are they going to view me as bits or how are they going to view me as this person like you said authenticity is a strength not a weakness so um i love it you know i'm i'm excited to hear our examples because i want to yeah. have our listeners to really dive in and really relate on what it's like we can walk through them on how to be authentic but yeah i'd love to hear your example sam let's let's dive in
0: definitely and and one thing i'll preface with is that i used to think being authentic was more work than not and and that's one thing that i think holds people back is if you don't know who you are and what your true self is maybe that's where you start right because if you don't know what how to be authentic you can't apply who your true self really is. So that's something I'd like to say is that I went through a, a time period of having to understand and learn who, who Sam Boyer is. That's an important step because if you don't know that you can't portray that or, you know, convey your values to the world. So I, I'd say that's one thing to, to know is that it's not just like a, a switch you turn on and off. It's something you work at every day because it's who even up you to are. now,
1: even up to today. You're of right. course.
0: Yeah. And it continues to develop, but I think the, the big examples that I want to share, I have a couple here is that most people have been on one side or the other, probably both in a lot of cases of, of this table is job interviews. It's a good one. And so from the perspective of, let's say you're in the candidate's spot Mm -hmm. and you've prepared your resume, you've applied to a bunch of places, you're finally sitting down, getting an interview you feel qualified for the role. On paper, you meet all the, all the qualifications, all the requirements, go through the interview. And at the end, either during that interview or a follow-up call or an email afterwards, you find out that they're not going to proceed forward with you. Mm-hmm. So then what happens? Well, if they're not going to proceed forward with you and they say, thanks for your time, we're pursuing other candidates, that's great. Wish you best of luck. I'll keep applying in the future for our jobs. I think we're a lot of companies and businesses mess up is that they don't spend the time to give the authentic feedback back to the candidate because what happens then is as a candidate, you're wondering, well, why didn't I get the job? And unless someone is authentic and genuine enough and has the time and cares about doing that on like a human to human level, oftentimes you don't receive that feedback. So you don't know what you're supposed to work on. And then, you're applying for the same company or similar jobs later, and you might end up in the same situation because you didn't know what to work on. So I think from the business and the company standpoint, they're missing a huge opportunity to actually improve the candidates that they're going to get, because odds are, if that company tells someone, Hey, you can work on these few things and that'll get you at the standard that we have for the entry to this position then what, what is the likelihood that that person is going to then go do those things and come back and then be prepared and be a rock star at that role?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I love that, Sam. And now that you said that type of example, I completely agree with you. And I remember one interviewer when I was a candidate actually called me back and I didn't, I ended up not getting the job, but he really walked me through my resume on what I have wrong in relates to spelling and, you know, all these things. And I was just like, wow. And I got to tell you, that person, I am still friends up to today, you know, right. because that is so valuable. And I've always joke and go back to It's like, remember when you said that this is what, this is what I did wrong. And I was like, so kind of didn't know what it was. It's was like, why are you even calling me? You didn't hire me. But I was so appreciative over it, you know, because right. I was like, wow. Yeah. Because you knew. That, that's a great example.
0: Cause it's, it's hard to live in that obscurity of, well, what do I work on? If you don't know why, and if each company did that, whether or not that candidate came directly back in the future, if other companies are doing that too, and their ex candidates come over and they're swapping because of different roles and stuff, everyone's candidates are going to be improved in some way, shape, or form. But that's, that's, that's the one thing I, I, one of the examples I wanted to start with and I'll I'll let you I want to hear from you before I go into more of mine fits.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, mine is a little bit of a a story because I want to see and I want to really walk through our listeners on how I deal with authenticity. And the reason why I said that, I think I know I know you, Sam. You know who I am and to our listeners that I that don't know who I am. I am gay. I'm homo. <laughs> and I am I have a loving husband and now that I have a wedding ring on it's so easy for people mind you I don't walk around with pink boa or rainbow flag with me all the time maybe some days but <laughs> <laughs> but it's so easy for people especially the town that we live in, in in California it's a small quaint town and the median age is 56 years old and the demographic is just you know I Don't blame them for what their beliefs are. I respect that. It's just that it's automatically, as soon as they see me a wedding ring, where's your wife? What's happening? So I have that choice if I'm going to be authentic or not. So for me, the story revolves around when I, this is a long time ago, I would say a long time ago, where it's not where we are now in relates to being gay. So I started a new job and I have... I have at least 10 direct reports with me under my belt. And I started before the holiday. And the Christmas party was two weeks in after I start. And of course, there's a plus one. And pre-COVID, right, we have all these hotels. And it's a really extravagant gathering. And there's a plus one. So the moment of choice kicks in. I have a plus one. And I myself never denied who I am. But I'm also not going to start a pride of my work. Right. So (laughs) being, being in in corporate America, we don't really touch base on that. But if it's asked, of course, I'm authentic over it. And during those training of two weeks in the party is in two weeks. So I was training, I was doing all these things and it's either I would have a DJ voice over the phone in training. So it's like, you can't really, (laughs) or it's this voice, but (laughs) long story short, I made a choice to bring my boyfriend at that time, which is now my husband, um, that no one knew that I will. I just have a plus one. So we got to the hotel, we parked in the valet, my hands started sweating, and I started seeing people that I know, and then everyone I greet at the lobby have this confused face, but kind of not sure, but they're kind of like looking at me, and then looking back at Chris, who's who's my husband, that's my husband's name, you know, it's almost like, they don't know what to do or kind of have this space, you know? So I kept going and, you know, I introduced them together and then we got to the registration and in the registration person, who's our receptionist, kind of look at me and then look for my plus one. It was like, who's your plus one? It's like, oh, it's, he's with me. And then he looked at him and then he looked and then she looked at me and then kind of just like, oh no, no he's with me. It's my, it's my boyfriend. So I had to confirm that he is with me. We, we greeted, and as the double doors opened, right, the moment of truth really kicks in. And now not just my hands are sweating, my armpits are sweating. I was <laughs> like, oh my God, what's happening? You know, like it's either I run out. No, we're going in. So this is the moment of authenticity. As soon as I walk in on that door, like in my head, I can either have a job tomorrow or it'll be an amazing night. I don't care. I'm staying on my ground. This is who I am. So as soon as I walk into the double doors, both of us, I started seeing people I know look at me while they're sitting at their table. Then look at Chris, head turns and whispers, starts coming in and kind of like scooting their seats a little closer with who they're with, like we're contagious to like protect themselves or something. (laughs) And I'm like, what is happening? So um, long story short, you know, I dove in, I said hello to everybody. I stayed on my ground and I have to give a speech that night because one of my team members is leaving. So I gave the speech and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a long night, right? But I I made sure the speech is authentic. I even made fun of like, I think there's a little confusion tonight on what's happening. (laughs) And then everybody just started laughing because I addressed that elephant in the room. At the same time, I was really decided that i will stay on my ground and i will make sure that this is this is the night that they will know who i am so the whole night i dealt with it we laughed we had a good laugh with other colleagues but everything kind of just progressively became normal because i would just say oh this is this is chris this is my boyfriend needless to say it was kind of like a fun but also stressful night because it was constant on the clock turning on what's happening what does he think and There's other people that's like maybe judging me or they think I'm contagious. So when we went home that night, my point is before I went to bed, I really came tuning to myself and I said, I'm proud of myself. And I prayed and I was like, whatever comes tomorrow, we will deal with it. And everything was fine and normal. And we got compliments from people the next day. I shared that story because I think when that really pops in my head, because it's probably the longest night that I've dealt with authenticity. <laughs> so, so yeah, but quite honest, it was, it, it was a great night and really had a great practice with authenticity and solidified that I want to be authentic. Wow. Yep. That's a story.
0: <laughs> that, that was a good story. And for all the listeners, I did not know exactly what Fitz was going to tell. So that, that is, I'm glad you shared that. That was awesome. And yeah if anyone couldn't tell how authentically he was sharing that, the passion. And I know that reliving situations like that can be, can be tough. And I definitely know you put the thought into it because remembering all the, all the details of the, you know, palms, sweaty, knees, weak, arms, heavy, you know,
1: (laughs) I had to take myself back. And to be quite honest, it wasn't that hard to remember because it really made that dent in my memory. Because for me, Again, that's why I'm so passionate about the authenticity because it's really a choice. Mm-hmm. Like I could have gone a different way and not have a plus one, but then would I be happy? Probably not. You know, when I go home, thank you for letting oh, me lovely. share that. Cause I really want to share that story because I know that it would impact people on authenticity. But- Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. You think of it this way there's probably so many people that have been like i've been in that situation before and maybe they maybe they stood their ground and were authentic and maybe they weren't yeah but it doesn't matter because there's always an opportunity for another turning point to yeah. really become your true self and that was yours and that's so awesome that you i love the point of you addressing the elephant in the room but like, seems like everyone's a little bit confused yes
1: here. you know i was <laughs> like and i had to say like probably not everyone liked it but hey you know what i want to stay on my ground all of us are made with strength and struggle. So, anyways, how about you, Sam? I want to hear what's yours, just to shift here a little bit.
0: Definitely, we'll go. We'll go from the the intense authenticity <laughs> to the <laughs> to, and, uh, to my examples. But the second example that I really wanted to share is along the lines of similar to interviewing, right, with candidates and, and stuff like that. But really more along the lines of when people are reaching out for help. Or wanting coaching or mentoring in their lives. They see people who are maybe on a path they want to be on. And especially with like influencers on social media, I know a lot of, yeah. a lot of people reach out to them and stuff like that. But for me, when people reach out and, you know, with some of the individuals that I, that I coach on a personal level, the biggest thing that we took a lot of time to talk through is like what their goals are. And what I'm capable of potentially helping them with. And if I can't, is there someone that I can connect them to that can help them? Yep. And I think that that has been a really cool space for myself of understanding what it is to be authentic. Because I may get that fulfillment in life where I think a lot of people do from helping other people directly. And seeing that impact of if you give someone advice, they implement it and then improves their life. You feel awesome. Cause that's the whole point of impact. But let's say you're not the right person for the job and you're not able to help them with the goals that they have in their life. That's something you need to be very authentic about. And Absolutely. I've done that plenty of times where people have reached out and they, you know, want to go a specific career path. And I say, Hey, you know, I'm actually not an expert in that direction, or I'm not an expert in that area of, personal development, like maybe mental health on a more like professional level, or whether it is with entrepreneurship or interest in businesses and stuff like that. There's different things that I am able to help people with and things that I'm not. So having those genuine conversations has really been a, a learning point for me. And I feel very strong and passionate about being authentic with people and where I can help them.
1: You know, I love that, Sam, because it takes a lot to Come into that conclusion that, Hey, you know what? This is, this is not my expertise. You know, this mm-hmm. is not who, but I know someone that does it really well. And here you go. You guys could connect. So no, I love that. And thank you for sharing that. What I want to do, Sam, is how we could, maybe we could share. I, I did a little bit of bullet points here on how we can help people. If some of our listeners are actually listening now and asking themselves, or having troubles, like how can I be authentic? For me, what I wanted to share with people is we can be authentic by being honest within ourselves, even if we're uncomfortable. That's one. Two is like saying what's on your mind in a way of not hurting someone's feeling because there's still a way to do that. And third, give the data on the things that you've learned, but not sounding like you know it all. Those three things, if you guys write it down and if you, <laughs> I know that it would help you because it had helped me. So what's your thought on that?
0: Yeah. Well, those are three really good points. I like that you laid them out. It's interesting to see how we both think. And I love that you list things out because that's yeah. <laughs> how I, that's how I take notes. But then when I'm speaking, I feel like I, I kind of go on a riff and, and my thoughts. so I, I'm going to go a little bit different perspective, but piggybacking Mm -hmm. off of that. Yeah. To be authentic myself, I've learned that it helps so much to spend time to work on yourself. And for a lot of people, they may not know what that means because people always say, you know, self-care, take care of yourself first, you know, fill your cup before you can fill others, that sort of thing. But you got to really find out what that means for you. Mm -hmm. And Something that a lot of the common themes will probably continue to talk about in a lot of these podcasts, especially from my end, is I've learned there's a few things that I really developed habits and systems around in my life because they've continued to make me feel more authentic. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's meditating, that's exercising, reading, listening to other educational podcasts you know, working on improving my finances, entrepreneurship, now the podcast, like all these things are mm-hmm. thing, right? <laughs> things that energize myself and make me feel more authentic because I'm leaning into the avenues that are helping me project my values into the world. So that, that take for me comes from, you got to figure out what it is that you can do to work on yourself from every angle, personal development level, mental health, all that kind of stuff. And that's where I feel you can really become authentic if you know like what those things are for you.
1: Yeah, no, thanks. Well said, Sam. And you said that really, just like you said with me, I love how we almost like think alike. I, I feel like we always <laughs> talk about how we're living a parallel lives. It's just that yeah. I'm in Texas and I'm in California and, and we're a different age. But in just closing this out, I do want to say as a recap to all our listeners out there, I want to say this. If you make authenticity your goal, you will not regret it because it will shine through. You might feel shame, but don't let shame or fear win. That's always my thoughts. And my thoughts have always been be brave fits so others can be brave in theirs, you know? So for me, that really resonates to me when I'm making that choice, I'm always saying be brave so others can be brave in theirs. Yeah. I love that.
0: And the, the point I, I have to say, this is that what you said about fear and shame, they exist on of both course. sides of the spectrum, whether you do or whether you don't, you're more benefiting from leaning in and, and actually doing the thing that's going to fear the heck out of you or scare you. Cause it's kind of like damned if you do damned, if you don't, you yeah. know what I mean? So why not lean into the thing that's going to move you forward to help you be more authentic and live a more happy and fulfilling life? Because if you don't, you're still going to feel the shame and fear for not doing it. And then you're not getting the goal you want.
1: I love that. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. So, in closing it out, please let our listeners know where they could contact us.
0: Absolutely. Happy to. So, for individuals, you can contact us at FitzDesanto on LinkedIn and Sam Boyer. And then directly at our email, alohafitzsam at gmail.com. And then on Instagram, at Enroute to Success 365, as well as on Facebook. There you In go. The same way. Got to mention that. And definitely let us know what, what your thoughts are. Feel free to engage with us there. Show some love if you like what we're talking about and direct messages if you don't. And any topics or suggestions and feedback is always always encouraged because we definitely want to improve. and. Hopefully you can feel that so far. I know Fitz and I have been talking about this and we're really enjoying where this is going. And we really feel that we're making some some leaps and, and strides in the right direction. So
1: Absolutely. I wanna give a quick shout out to Jason Youngblood. I call is a good friend of mine. I call him Jason Bourne. So Jason Bourne, thank you for listening and all the suggestion. Linda Newton and Lindsay Underwood. So thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate that. And just to it back on Sam's and echo him, thank you everyone who has been sending us text messages saying they like our podcast. Sam and I had a target in mind reaching at least possibly 2000 in our first year and we have 100 downloads in our first week. So mm-hmm. thank you thank you so much everyone and please refer us to friends and family if you find this podcast super useful. We want to reach as many people as possible as we can and we always end our ourselves with this podcast with things that we're grateful for. So Sam, what's yours today?
0: I am grateful for exercise and water because I'll tell you I did not feel the best when I woke up this morning but then whenever I got to the gym, got a workout in, got some water, and refreshed. I was nothing but amped before this podcast. And I know I was telling you that earlier. So, I'm definitely thankful for that.
1: Something that we can all appreciate. I'm grateful today for you, Sam, because I really (laughs) am glad that we gelled together and we have same values and also our values aligned that we can, you know, I could see how we have that same vision. So, all right, guys. And remember, even small victory is always, always worth to be grateful for. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you guys soon. Take care.